Welcome to Send and Transcend. I'm your coach, Elizabeth, and today's guest is Ken Joslin. He is not only a motivational speaker, but he is a published author. He has this incredible mastermind, Grow, Stack, Drive. You guys Google it, check it out. And he's somebody who puts on these incredible events that are not only motivating, but also super applicable and tactical to entrepreneurs. But I think a lot of the stuff that he's talking about applies to everybody. It's about living a really fulfilled life. Um, we talk about how to get clarity on your purpose, how to surround yourself with other super successful people that will not only take you along, give you the hand up, but give you inspiration. How being of service is really the pathway to feeling ultimately fulfilled. And I loved every minute chatting with him. You guys, he is just a force of energy and positivity. And I think you guys are going to get a lot of really great nuggets out of this show with him, but also, you know, check out his Instagram, Ken Jocelyn, also his Grow Stack Drive um, website. He's got all sorts of really awesome, like free resources. I definitely recommend picking up his book and attending some of his conferences. So I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I loved recording it. Ken, I'm so excited to have you on the show. I feel like not only have you had such an incredible past and the amount of experience that you've had helping leaders grow and gain confidence and clarity is huge, but you also just have like an incredible network of people that you surround yourself with. So I want to get all sorts of insights. Yeah. I feel like you're not only a two fur, you're like a 200 fur because you guys, Ken knows everybody and they're all incredibly amazing, not only just outwardly successful people, but I feel like inwardly successful, spiritual. They have a lot of mental depth and stability. And and I just want to hear from you a little bit of what you've learned over the years, not only from your experiences, but there. So first off, I wanted to ask you something that I get asked by a lot of clients is how do I get clarity on my purpose? And I know that that is really in your wheelhouse here. So I would love to hear your answer to that. What are the first steps to kind of getting clarity around what is your life purpose? Yeah, I think, I think clarity, number one, thank you for having me on. We talked about our good friend, Amber Lago earlier, I was before, after we hopped on the air, she's mm. near and dear to me. She literally is like sister. I've got two sisters, but she's like my third sister. Okay. The, the, the clarity component, I think is number one, I think it's a process and a journey. Um, I don't think you start out of the gate and go, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. And I think the, I think one of the things I do every morning is I write goals, gratitude, affirmations, and top three down every morning. That's part of my morning routine. And so my goals that I have, I have got goals for, for each business. I've got my real estate business. I've got GSD where we do our community, our mastermind and our creative conference we just did with yeah. guys like John Maxwell and Ed Milad and Jesse Insler and Les Brown and Randy Garn and Amber Lago and just a lot of really good friends of mine. I think that, I think the, I think the, the thing people need to understand about clarity is that Jim Rohn says speed increases focus. So I think the faster you're moving toward the target or target or a direction that you think you need to go in, the more things begin, begin to come clear. I think some of the things you can do to build clarity are just even simple morning routine like I have. Like I've got, I've got my GFD planner right here. And in here yeah. it is goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three every single morning without fail. I mean, literally I may miss half a dozen days a year, but I'm writing my goals down twice a day. I learned that from, from Grant. And what happens is, is as you're on that journey going towards the goals, you believe God's put in your heart. So I've got goals for my real estate company, goals for GSD, and then I've got personal goals. So I've got all of those goals written down. Every day I get up, I've got my top three. How am I moving the needle? What's the top three things I can do to move my needle towards these goals personally, 
and in both of my businesses. And I think that as you, I'll give you an example. Two years ago, a year and a half ago, I walk into a mastermind. So we're doing my community. I had my community at that time for probably a year and a half. So we're, we're, we're almost three years into building GSD. I started it right when COVID hit, like in March of 2020. So, so almost three years. Crazy. Well, I mean, it was, I didn't have a choice. So right. again, I'm back up five months, three months before that. I was going to do a conference in May of 2020. Myself, John Maxwell, David Pollack, my good friend from ESPN called Game Day on Leadership. And we were going to call it Grow Stag Drive. It was going to be an entrepreneurial yeah. conference. That's where GSD came from. Well, COVID hit. Well, now we're not doing a live event. And this is, when I talk about clarity, this is where this comes from. Most people, most people freeze and won't even take the step. It's one thing I love about Grant. Love him, hate him, however you take action. Yeah. Just, just love him. act. And that Jim Rohn, speed increases focus. Like when you act, what happens is things begin to come clear. So we, we acted. We said, we're going to do a conference May the 19th and 20th in Atlanta. Gross Stack Drive is going to be the name of our conference. And COVID hit. Okay, now what do we do? We were going to launch May the 19th and 20th. We were going to launch my online community. Well, here we are in February, March of 2020, three, four months before. We're like, okay, we got to launch it now. And we, and we launched it then with over 27 people. And I had no idea what we were doing. But it was, what happened was, is as that hit, I looked and I went, okay, this is the direction we need to go in. We just finished. We just finished. Well, I said that mastermind. So year and a half, year, year and a half ago, I'm in a mastermind in Salt Lake City, Randy Garn. A lot of guys that I met for the very first time that are really good friends of mine now. I yeah. meet Randy and I'm in this mastermind. I've had my community for about a year and a half. So a year, about 15 months, I've had my community. I've got some high level guys in my community. Guys doing 90 million, 20 million, 100 plus million in sales a year, all the way down to startup entrepreneurs. Every shape, size, and color of people, men, women, I've got them all. And I'm, I'm, I've been wondering, like, what's the next step? And so I walk in this mastermind to speak from my buddy Scott, and it hit me. I'm like, this is it. This is what we have to do. And I never would have even understood that was the next evolution for what God had put in my heart had I not been in that position. So I think clarity comes from movement and action. Like, you've got to get an action. Yeah. This weekend, we go, to, we go to create. I haven't even, this isn't even public knowledge yet. We go to create 300 people, unbelievable weekend. We'll close four, five hundred thousand dollars in revenue off of this weekend. 20, 15, 20 people doing our mastermind. I mean, it's just the yeah, buzz yeah. is unbelievable where, where, what God's got going on right now. I get home, I'm having conversations with my kind of my six guys that are in my inner circle. And I'm having conversations with Vic and Randy Garn. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna do this twice a year. I'm gonna do a create in Atlanta in January. I'm gonna the two days before, I'm gonna do a mastermind with our mastermind people. Yeah. Three months later, I'm going to do our normal mastermind in Puerto Rico for three and a half, four days like we do. And then in July, I'm going to do another create conference in Dallas, Texas. Like this is not public. Nobody outside my team even knows what I'm telling you right now. Love it. So I'm going to do that. We're going to, we're going to bookend it with a mastermind up front. And then three months after that, we're going to do another mastermind. If people go, Ken, where did you come up with that? Because I took action. Where did the clarity come from? The clarity came from, we did create, I knew it was going to be amazing. And it was a lot of lives changed, yeah. a lot of relationships build, a lot of the things that we do. And I looked at it and went, okay, how can we seize on the momentum? That's yeah. clarity. And clarity only came because we took action. You have to take action or it's not going to become clear. Most people wait for their systems or their process or their course or whatever it is you need to get done to be done and refined. I hate the refine drives me insane. It's never refined. You're all, you're, you and I are in process all the time. What we're doing is in process all the time. And when you learn to embrace the journey and you talked about relationships and you embrace the relationships that come along with the journey, it makes all of those things that much easier.
I love that. And you're so right, Ken. And I feel that too. I feel like where some people get hung up is they're like, yeah, but I don't know what the thing is to take action. And a lot of times yeah. I'll say, you said, you know, it, God's plan for you. And you know, I love that you're a person of faith. I'm incredibly spiritual. My whole book is about combining spirituality with your career path. I think you have to be in soul alignment. That can be God alignment, whatever you want to call it. But I do mm -hmm. think that you need to have inspired action. And I feel like you can only hear those messages and that voice and that guidance system if you can create mm -hmm. that gap in your mind, right? So right. you took quick action inspired, but are you somebody who meditates? Do you feel like that comes through when you're doing your workouts in the morning? When do you get that guidance? Yeah, first thing I do in the morning, my morning routine is ironclad. It, it is so ironclad. I'm in California, my best friend's house in Calabasas. So I'm two hours off my schedule. I'm still up at 4.30 or 5. First thing I do is I grab my phone. I've got a, I've got like a, I don't even know what the, it's like a wind noise, spiritual kind of playlist that plays yeah. in the background while I sleep. I grab it. I go right to my, right to my worship playlist and I shuffle whatever the song is that pops up. I take a screenshot. I share it on my Instagram. I do it every day, every single, without fail every day. I do that. As soon as I, as soon as I listen to that worship song, it take about three to five minutes, just kind of connect with God and really just say, man, God, I'm, I'm just grateful for who you are and grateful for the opportunity you've given me and grateful for for the position I'm in in life. Sometimes I pinch myself. I'm like, is this really real? I get to do this for a living. I get to make the money I make doing this. Like, this is like, this has got, this got to be a dream. I do that. I go, I go right over to my, to my version Bible app. And I do, I've got a, a, whatever you call it, my end that I'm in and all like right now I'm going through second Corinthians. And so I listen to about a 10 minute devotion. I read the chapter. As soon as I'm done, as soon as I click the check mark, I'm a check mark guy. It's, yes. It shows me a, hey, good job today. You did bang. That text goes right to my six guys that are in my text thread. Me, Vic Keller, Randy Gard, Gary Brecka, Brent Gove, Brian Covey, and my, my best friend, Jeff, who lives here in Calabasas. I'm in town. So it goes right to them. Good morning, fellas. Let's go make an impact today. Let's go make a difference. Whatever God puts on my heart. And then from there, and those guys are all very, very, one's a billionaire. Two of them are worth a few hundred million. Right. Probably three or four of them are. And, I'm, and we're starting. That's how I start my day. My pre-workout yeah. is, in, is in the refrigerator downstairs. It's ready to go. My workout clothes are in my seating area, my master bedroom. I walk downstairs, grab my pre-workout. I get dressed. I come in. Goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three. Right. I'm in my podcast studio and I hit the gym at 5 a.m. And when I get done, when I get home at 6, 6, 15, it's kind of my chill breakfast. I'm already looking at my day. I know what my day looks like. Like literally that morning routine for me, when I don't have my morning routine, oh my goodness. I'm, I, or if I don't work out, I'm a mess. Absolute mess. I, I think that, you know, it's so interesting that you say all that. And I've started telling my little girls, my one is 10, Vivian is seven. I told her, you know, your odds of becoming a millionaire go up over 204% if you make your bed every morning. You should see this little girl's bedroom. Like it went from looking like a tornado to, you know, and, but she likes that. She likes that routine. And for children, it's great too. This, you can model for your family, not only your friends and your clients, but I think it's great to raise them like that. And she has a little check, you know, something off Etsy where she can go through each morning to your point. Yeah. She's a checkmark girl and backpack her backpack and all of this stuff. But I think what I want the listeners to get from this is like, maybe you can't wake up at four. I highly recommend waking up early. I love waking up early as well. But you got to like not do the drinking at night and stuff like that if you want to get up early and be refreshed. I mean, I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the bed at 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Me too, dude. Me my, too. My, my, kid, my kids make fun of me. They're like, dad, you're like, go to bed. That's because I, I got shit to do. Like I'm up. Right. My alarm music goes off at four. And I usually, I tell people all the time, if you need an alarm clock to get out of bed, your goals aren't big enough. 
your goals aren't big enough. Like you're not, you don't, ha- if you don't have something that drives you out of bed every morning where you hit the floor and you're like, okay, God, right. let's do it. Like I'll, I'll go through my morning routine or I'll show a screenshot of my calendar, my Google calendar that's color coded and I'll screenshot it at the end of the day. And I'll be, I'll comment like Tuesday never stood a chance. Hey, Monday right. I'm here and I'm about to kick your ass. Like what I'm point- like, no, I dominate it. But does it ever, Ken, was there ever a time in your life where you had a really full schedule and then I love, you know, the whole ego edging God out or spirit out or soul or whatever. I don't want people to get hung up on terminology. But like, do you ever feel like with such a busy schedule and being of service at such a high level that you can get to a place where maybe throughout the day, those point of those points of inspiration may not stand a chance to get in because it is back to back? Is that really just reserved for the morning? No, I mean, it's, I mean, that's always, that's a fight, right? That's always a constant. I mean, there's always a, Andy Stanley. I heard Andy Stanley do a talk at Catalyst one year and I heard him, he, he talked about tension. He's like, there's just some tensions that you're going to have to manage throughout your whole life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of them. I think the one way you can, the one way you can really avoid that or really set yourself up or align, probably the best word to use yourself for success is who are the relationships you have around you. Because the relationship that yeah. I have, man, we were we right. blew each other's phone up. Gary Breck, I don't know if you Gary, he's partners with Grant yeah. and 10X Health Systems. Gary's on that text thread. He's him and Sage are flying back from Dubai on Emirates, and they're in those little pod bougie ass like flight things. Vic showing his Emirates flight. I said, and I had just flown in. I flew first class on American but, yeah. to LA, but I texted him. I said, "Well, I just flew Frontier." For $97 round trip on the back row in the middle seat between two heavyset women. So I got all you guys. I and love then we're it. Just, and we're just, they're literally sending me videos of all of them crying, laughing. Yeah. Like you gotta, right. you gotta have, you gotta have people that you can just like right. exhale and be yourself around. And you gotta have people. I say this, you need people. It's community circle corner. Talk about it all the time. Those are the three spheres of a relationship. Your Who's your community? Like for mm-hmm. me, it's GSD, it's 10X. Like who's the large group of people that you're doing life with? You have the same values, the same drive, the same passions. And then who's your circle? Like who are the 10 to 12 people that you spend the most time with? And you should constantly be evaluating that circle. And then who's your corner? Like my corner just keeps getting a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And there's five or six of us now. Right. But even, but even inside that corner, like, you know what? I don't, I don't make, like, I needed a break after create. My therapist was like, she's like, dude, you got to go get some time off. Last week, I said, okay. I mean, she goes, take time off. I went, okay, I'll take time off this next week. I worked 12 to 16 hour days every day last week. And I'm like, okay, I got to get out of town. So I flew to LA because Jeff lives in Calabasas, big, beautiful house. And I have my own, I have my own room, my own suite. And so I'm up there and it's like, I still worked eight hours yesterday, which was a lot less than normal, but you've got to have relationships where you can come. There's been times in the past year where I've come and Jeff goes, we're not working today. We're just going to, and I try to talk work and he goes, no, we're not, we're not going to talk work. We're golfing. We're going to go sit by the ocean. Yeah. We're going to do something else. We're going to, we're going to sit out here by the pool and Helen's going to bring us a big fruit tray. And we're just going to talk about life. Like you've got to have those people that you can be you in front of. And there's no mask or, which I don't, I'm not a mask and beside guy anyway, but you just have to have those people that you can just be super genuine and authentic. And they, and this is what I said. This is what I said this weekend at my conference. I had all those guys on stage. They're all in my mastermind. We text back and forth every day. They're all very high cheer. And when I say they're in my mastermind, they're in everything we do. Like they're there. Yeah. Like there's 50 people and you've got two tables of men and women 
who are either billionaires or worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And they love me, not because of what I can do for them, but because right. of who I am. Right. That's the key. That's, that's, ne that's next level. That is next level. And, and that's, you have to surround yourself. You have to look, those three spheres of relationships are the most important thing that you have in your life to really achieving everything God's put in you and you becoming the best version of yourself. And I think that's why we all manifested down here, right? Like, what, what else are we doing? Like, what are we doing down here, if not being of service to each other? And ultimately, that's what it distills down into. And if there are some listeners who are like, yeah, but I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get that. I started with these books behind me, you know, like they were the coaches in my head that helped my spiritual breakthrough. And I feel like you start where you can, but the important thing is to start. But there are great masterminds and communities. And I think people let, you know, finances or like a lack or a money scarcity mentality really stop them a lot from investing in themselves. So what do you say to somebody like that who's like, I don't have $400 to come to a conference or join a mastermind? Where do I start? Yeah, I, number one, I've, I heard I was I was with, it was December the 9th of 2019. I just met Grant. I closed a $3 million commercial deal that I wasn't going to close. He gave me some advice. I drove back to, I flew back to Atlanta. I was a $3 million purchase deal for my client. Appraisal came back in at 2.625 million. Grant said, buy the building. I came back. I negotiated a seller held second. We closed the building. I made $78,750. Largest single, largest single commission I ever made. Two days later. So we hop on our, we hop on our, we hop. And I wouldn't have done that had I not, had I not invested a thousand dollars in being in Grant's first mentorship program. And then that was Saturday on a, on a webinar, Saturday on a webinar, Monday afternoon appraisal comes in. I'm screwed. My deal's blown to bits. I'm, I'm, I just, $78,000 just walked away from me. Monday night, I jump on the first mentorship call. Grant says, come to Miami 10X boot camp this week, flying Thursday. We're going to be together Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like an extra five grand. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I just spent a thousand. You're like thinking and about I, it. This is exactly what I said. I said, what is it going to, that's like, that's like a half a deal for me. That's like half of one real estate closing. I'm going to do this yeah. just for me. And it changed my, it changed the entire trajectory of my life. That one decision changed it. And could I afford, I mean, I had the money, but it was like, now, now it's like, oh, 10 grand for a diamond seat. And no problem. $50,000 mastermind. Yep. No problem. Like right. you have to work yourself to where like those numbers don't, they, they're, they're, they don't blow you away. And if you don't have, you said this a minute ago, you don't have clarity or you don't have vision, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do and watch how totally. quick those things start stirring in your heart and you start dreaming and believing. I'm at Jeff's house last, I don't know, several months ago. My goal this year was to make a million dollars. It's my goal, million bucks. $5 million inside of GSD, not counting my real estate, just right. in this million dollars. I'm sitting outside right here at Jeff's house in Calabat. He lives two doors down from the Kardashians. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's, it's like right. insane, it's insane. Nice, right? Yeah. We're sitting out by his pool and he goes, he goes, he's Persian. He goes, brother, what, what's your goal this year? So I said, I'm going to make a million bucks. Jeff leans it across the table and he goes, a month or a week? I said, no, 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 no. I said, I shared this Saturday. I shared this Saturday at, at my conference in front of 300 people. And he goes, I said, no, 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 dude. I said, I personally, I want not revenue generated. I want to make a yeah. million dollars this year. He leaves across the table again. He goes, a month or a, a week. Month or week. And I was like. Hey, dude, even I, I would have called you on that one, Ken. I would have even been like. I know, right? Well, let me get to the million dollars a year first. That's exactly what I told him. I said, you know, let me get to the million dollars a year right. first. And then the million dollars a month, we'll talk about that. And then. I'm okay right. with that. Yeah. I think the upfront and, investment and, and so many people, like you've got a book out there, right? Like. 
I think, and everything's going to be linked, but that's why I wrote my book too, is I, I had so many women coming to me and they wanted to work and they couldn't afford to work one-on-one. And at that time, I didn't have a mastermind yet. I'm just starting one. I'm kind of in that baby phase of like, oh, yeah. do we have enough people yet? But that's why the book is there. It's 16 yeah. bucks. You know what I mean? I'm like, start where you can. You can listen to all of this incredible yeah. content for free on YouTube. You know, you can go to a create conference. You can go to Grow Stack Drive like, and become somebody in that mastermind. But you have so many free resources. Like that's mm-hmm. where I think you got to call bullshit on people when they're like, well, I don't know where to start or they're, I, I can't afford to participate in Listen, something I like gave, that. I gave, a, it was, this guy was a pastor in the area. I didn't know him, but he called, one of my sales guys called him. And I said, we, we listened to our sales guys calls. I, I listened to two mm. or three calls every morning in our sales training. We're listening to the call and I heard him, well, I called him. And he was like, and we had some mutual friends. He's like, man, Ken, I've been watching you, I'm following you. I'd really become my wife and I can't afford it. I said, dude, no problem. Here's what I'm going to do. I said, I'm going to give you two executive tickets. They're $1,500 a piece. That's three grand. I'm going to give it to you. All you got to do is promise that you'll show up. Dude, I'll be there. Three days before, two days before the conference, he texts me and goes, hey, man, we had something come up. I can't make it. I'm like, no. ah. and, and, yeah. And so, and so literally, like, I'm not mad at him for that. I'm not like, well, I, I did this. And but you didn't. A... No, it, it hurts my it's heart. For them, right. It hurts, it hurts my heart because I'm like, Dude, you, you don't get it. You do not understand. You it. Right. Like you're you're always going to be stuck because you when you have an opportunity. My pastor Chris Hodges says this. He says when opportunity knocks, it's too late to prepare. Like, <laughs> That's so good. Have, oh, so good. You have you got it. you have got it's the process. And when you fall in yeah. love with the journey and you fall in love with the, the process and you've got the right relationships around you, like you talked about Amberly earlier. Like amazing. When you have, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I'm, I'm leaving here in the next 30 minutes. I'm driving from Calabasas to OC to spend time with Vic and Tanya Pena, who run a $25, $30 million company. We're going to grab lunch. We're going to do some recording. And then I'm yeah. driving from there to La Jolla to speak to one of the largest EXP teams in La Jolla. And I'm there for two days with them. I'm coming back to do a TV show in LA with Emily Ford on Thursday at one o'clock. And then we're packing up Jeff's RV and we're going to Phoenix for the Super Bowl. I'm like... Huh. It's, it's like, I get to, I get to do this. I know. But it didn't, it didn't start out that way. So here's the number one thing I talk about everywhere I go. This was the jaw dropper in my conference. And I, this, if people have never heard me say this, like you need to write this down. This needs to be your mantra for the rest of your life. And it is this great leaders want something for people, not from people. Great leaders want something for people, not from people. I'm going to call with a big teller. Vic had 11 businesses successfully acquired is the terminology we use from Warren Buffett for an undisclosed amount of money. That means it's which too was big to eight, publish. Which was about $8 billion. Yeah. $8 billion. Like he is a legit billionaire. We have a 15 minute phone call schedule. It goes an hour and 27 minutes. The last 10 minutes of the call, Vic goes, Ken, dude, we, we are, we were, we're, we're like literally like brothers, like in the one call, we're like, okay, we're going to be friends for the rest of our lives. Right. Then what can I do? What should I do for you? Do that. I don't need anything from you, bro. Right. No, man, seriously, man, I, I want to help you. How can I help you? What can I do for you, man? I love what you're doing, dude. I don't, I don't need anything from I'm you. Good. He asked me like, he asked me like six times. Yeah. The last time he asked me, this is what I said. I said, Vic, I'll tell you what I, I tell you what you can do for me. I've got my mastermind. I got my mastermind November the 1st through the 4th in Scottsdale, Arizona. 
I know what you're wanting to do the next phase of where you're, he's still on like 16, 17 companies. He just bought a company for $292 million in September. Like, I know what you're wanting to do. There's going to be some people in my mastermind you need to meet that can help you launch this thing that you're wanting to do and helping businessmen grow their businesses. I said, you need to be there. He goes, okay. He goes, listen, I can, I promise you I'll be there for at least one day. He flies in on Sunday in his, in his jet from Omaha, where he had dinner with Warren Buffett on Sunday afternoon at Warren's house. He flies in on Monday and he spends, he don't, he doesn't leave. He stays the whole time. And he's like, dude, I've never been around anybody. So how do I, how does, how is, I, I talked to Vic twice on Sunday for four, Saturday and Sunday, 40 minutes a pop. Like, how do yeah. you get around these guys? Because when I get around these guys, I don't want something, I don't want something from them. People can smell it when you want, when you're just using them or you want something from them and it's not intentional. And I don't think people say that enough. And, yeah. you know, Ken's dropping lots of big numbers here and really successful people. But I think we both know too, there are just people in your vibe and your crew that sometimes you're like, I don't know if they would just really be happy for me if something good happened or if they would be low key, kind of like maybe rooting for a little bit of failure. And the quicker you can weed those people out of your life and God love them, sometimes they're family members and you might just need to kind 90% of like- 90% of the time they're family they're members family or close friends. 90% of the time or close friends right. you've been friends with for a long time. Yeah, exactly and right. you have to. And in my book, it's a, it's a picture of a tiger in a cage and we're all tigers. And we're either in a cage that we feel like is real bars, maybe it's a shadow of bars, but I think our only life purpose is to get out of the cage and run free and play in the abundance that God, ourself, our soul yes. has yes. for us. And you want to be playing with other people who are out of the cages too, playing. So it's hard for you to break free from your limiting beliefs, your situation, if you're surrounding yourself with people that are still at that vibration and God love them. But that's their journey. You don't have exactly. to try to drag them up to your vibe. You just need to allow yourself to ascend. And then those other people will just start showing up. You'll start meeting people. Like, like yeah. I was telling Ken, Amberly just kind of manifested in my life at a time. And she's one of those people. It's like, I'm asking her, what can I do for you? She's like, nope, we're not even talking about that. We're talking about you. You know, so it's really hard to receive that sometimes too, because when you're a giver and a helper, it's really hard to let people give you a hand up. But I think the quicker you can surround yourself, whether they're billionaires or whether they're, you know, the mom down the street who you see struggling with her kids and you can be of service to her, like it really is just about how can you be of service today? And if you ask yourself that, I think your day is going to lead you to some incredible places and you're going to meet some really interesting people divinely. Yeah. My first, the book I wrote last year was about significance over success. The first stage I stepped off of 20 plus years ago by 9,000 people. And I spoke behind John Maxwell. So I spoke behind John three times in 20 years. And let me just say this to you. When you step off, when John steps off the stage, he sucks all the air out of the room when he leaves. And I told him last year, I said, dude, I, I said, dude I'm never speaking behind you again. And this year, so he comes in my conference this year and he makes fun of me. He's like, yeah, I've sold 40 million books. He goes, but my man Ken down here still has me on the countdown timer. And he points and he did it about three times. So he got 300 people laughing at me, right? He's having fun. Right. Having blast. But I spoke, I spoke behind John 20 plus years ago, my first big stage, about 9,000 people. My mentor spoke behind me. We got done and she goes, Ken, can we go to lunch tomorrow? I said, sure. So we go to lunch, we sit down and she goes, I'm going to ask you the most important question of your life. Do you want to be significant or do you want to be successful? Because they're two vastly different things. And that was my journey, understanding significant leadership versus people who chase success. So significant leaders build others around them so they can win 
right. ultimately understanding Zig Ziglar's favorite quote, by helping up people get what they want, eventually I'm going to get what I want. Right. Where people who chase success use the people around them so they can win. And when you do that, you will always, always, always leave a trail of damage behind you. And so it yeah. really is. And I think that's the number one thing. When people get around what we're doing, they're like, this is different. Yeah. This guy doesn't want anything from us. He, he literally is like my pitch for our community on Friday at Create, my pitch for our, our mastermind on Saturday. You know how I pitch it? I bring my guys up on stage. Saturday, I brought three of the guys and three of the ladies that are in it. And I'm like, hey, guys, tell yeah. them about our mastermind. Right. And you're hearing, you're hearing from Gary Brecka and Brent Gove and Randy Gar and Vic Keller and yeah. Courtney Emsley. You're hearing from all these super successful people. Like, dude, this, this, this is what, I don't even pitch it. Yeah. I don't have to pitch it. Right. Hey, guys, just talk, just talk to these guys right here. Yeah. And when, when, you, when you can do that, I'm telling you, it's just, there's such an ease and an organic way that those things just begin to develop and grow. Yeah. And the success is the helping. Like, that's the other thing, too. People are like, well, if I help enough people, law of reciprocity, it'll come back to me. And it was great. I had John Rulin on the other day and we were talking about giftology, right? And like gifting and and what does that mean? And and how, you know, what's the return on that? But I love how we finally just said, hey, you know what? It's not about that at all. Like, actually, the being of service is going to fill your heart so much more than any dollars that come. If the dollars come, great, because it just increases your platform to be able to have an impact on that many more people. That's but at it. the end of the That's day, it. it's the whole, the journey is is the success. The journey is the whole point. It's not about the destination. And so I love that right. you said that, right? It's They're, they're the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. The success is the helping. I know we've got to wrap up here. I just have one more quick question before we hop off. And I just wanted to ask you about confidence versus faith. Do you think that yeah. they're the same thing? A big piece of this is confidence, overcoming the resistance that will come anytime you try to expand or change yourself or grow. So how big of a piece is faith and how big of a piece is confidence in this journey to being a successful human? I think, I think that the confidence for me comes through my faith. I think that that's a, I think that that's a huge part of who I am and who God's created me to be in the faith journey. And like I said, you know, we, we have our core five that I've talked about, whether it be yeah. my community, my online community, our mastermind, our conference, it's faith, health, relationship, business, and finances. Those are the core five. That's mm -hmm. what makes us up as human beings. Faith, health, relationships, business, and finances. And the way that I talk about it a lot is this, when you get your faith and I've got my best friend, I mean, his house, he's Persian. He's not, he's not a, he's not a Christ follower. He's not a Christian. He, he grew up in a Muslim country. Another one of my, another one of my young kids, he's 25. He's, his name's Abbas. He came here from Baghdad when he was 12. He's a multimillionaire that has about 70 or $80 million in multifamily under management. And he's the number one realtor in the Bay area. He's 25. He come from Baghdad. He's not a, he's not a, he's not a Christian, right. not a Christ father. He's, I don't care what faith you are, but faith has to be a component in what you're doing. And people that are, that are Christians out there go, well, Ken, aren't you, listen, it's not my job. That's, that's God's job. In my faith, that's the Holy Spirit's job. It's not my job. But you watch how I live my life. You watch how I treat people, how I love people, how I serve people, how I give people grace. You watch how I do that. It's going to draw you. You're going to ask me, Ken, tell me about your faith. And then I'm going to be able to share my faith to you. So that's the faith component. The, the health component comes right behind it. And so when you get your faith, your health, I've, dropped, I've lost 80 pounds. And then your relationships, when you get those three things in alignment, you would be amazed at how easy the business and the finances come into play. 
it's literally almost organic how those things come into play. So I think the faith for me, at least, is a key component of the confidence. Yeah. Because there's something you can lean into. That that faith you understand. Like, you know, I'm a crier. Like I cry. My kids make fun of me all the time. Cause I'm like, I'm I cried at Top Gun Maverick when I'm sitting with my kid on Saturday. And she looks at me and goes, Dad, why are you crying? I'm like, well, this scene reminds me of, and I'm just sitting there like booing. I'm like, yeah. They make, but part of it is, is because I understand, like, God, I didn't do this. Like, you don't, you can't build what we've exactly. built in three right. years. You can't go from nothing to we're still not even three years old yet, like two and a half years. And we just did a half million dollars in revenue last week. Like, where does that come from? Like, that's not me. I'm not, I'm not that smart. Right. I'm not that smart. I'm not that gifted. I'm just not. I'm good, but I ain't that good. Right. And I have to understand, man, God, you put me. You put me in this position. The number one thing I got from people at my conference last week was the level of humility from the people that were on my stage. The level of humility is, un, it, it literally was palpable in the room. And you're talking about some of the most successful entrepreneurs and leaders on the planet, yeah. but they're also the most amazing, humble human beings. And what does that do for the people there to learn? Do they lean in? They're drawn to that. That? That is different mm -hmm. in the, in the space we're in. It's not about, this is what I drive. This is what I fly. This is where I've got a house. This is my watch. I had a guy, I had a guy who's running my social media now, new, new company called me last week. He goes, Hey, we need, we need some pictures of your Range Rover. So bro, I'm not putting my Range Rover on. I don't, that's not who I am. I don't, I don't do that. I guess not. Yeah, but dude, it would do it. I said, you're not listening to me. Like, I don't do that. The only Range Rover picture you I got on has ever been on Instagram. I hired a new young kid to come detail my car at my house. He comes to my house. It's a, it, like my last guy was like 80 bucks. He's like, I'm a hundred. I said, no problem. Right. Give me a Venmo. He goes, Ken, I saw, I've been, I've been following you. I know what you do. Will you give me a ticket to your create conference and I'll trade out your things on your car. Yes. The only thing I ask, he goes, I'm going to post it. Will you repost it? I said, for you, I will. That's the only time you've ever seen my car because of him. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This kid's 21 years old and he's willing to do my car 15 times for a, for a executive ticket to my conference. I said, bro, not only will I shout it out, but I will tell everybody about who you are. But outside of that, not about all that stuff. Can you have all that stuff? Is all that stuff okay? Of course it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But right. for me, you said it just a minute ago, this is what rings true in my heart is we did, you know, close to half a million bucks this week in revenue. What does that do? I'm like, Ooh, man, that makes our platform bigger. That gives me a greater opportunity to market. That gives me a, that gives me a better opportunity to be able to reach more people to hear the message that God's put in our heart and the people that I'm around to go, well, I, I can crush it in business. I can get my faith, my health, my relationships, my business and my finances in alignment in such a way that I can't wait to wake up in the morning. Like when I go to bed at night, you said it just a minute ago, the fulfillment component's huge. When you lay your head on the pillow at nighttime and you know you've lived a day of service, leaders do three things. And I've been saying, telling this to my kids, my oldest is 27 since he was in kindergarten. Put other, put other people's needs before their own. Do things right the first time. Do things without being asked. Like that's what servant leaders do. And when you do that at the end of the day and you've made an impact in people's lives and you lay your head down on the pillow at night and you feel that overwhelming sense of fulfillment, you cannot put a price tag on that feeling. No. You just absolutely cannot. You sleep so good when you know 
and, and you're so grateful. God, thank you for using me to impact these people. Thank you for the opportunity to be around the amazing, this is the first time we met. I'm like, okay, this girl and I are going to be, we're going to be friends forever. Yeah, like, thank I hope you so. For, thank you for this. Thank you for this opportunity. God, thank you for what you're going to do in the future. And, and, and thank you for choosing me to make a difference in people's lives. And you get to do all this. I know, right? I get, it's so it's, wild. I get, I, get to, I get to make good money. Like, are you kidding me? But people are, people are thirsty. They're hungry for the authentic. And, they're, and they're you, tired. Can't, you can't fake that. And to your point with the Range Rover, I love that you said that and that you don't post that shit. I don't, I don't either. And I like, you know, the Ed Milets and Grant Cardones. I think Grant did a show a while ago where like they took all of his money away and they dropped him in the middle of nowhere. I I spoke at the conference with Grant and then last year in Pueblo. Matt Smith was the guy who owns the gym that hired him. He's a dear friend of mine. And I went out last February. So good. It was so good. It was so powerful. And I wish more people, I hope a lot of people watch that, but I'm a fan of his and his wife as well. And I was watching it with my husband and had the kids in there too. I'm like, look, it's not about, he's not trying to do this to get more stuff. It's because it's a drive internally for excellence and success. I love that you came on. I have probably a slightly different audience than maybe your podcast. I've got a lot of like working moms who feel almost burnt out. I've got a lot of people who are really career driven. And I'm always trying to impart guests that really have this ability to inject the spirit part of it too. The spirit the spirit success is the success there. It, all of this other stuff yeah. could end yeah. up just being a distraction. So it's yeah. the connection with each other. So I really appreciate your time today. Mind and me. the other thing, guys, when you're in soul alignment with what you're doing, you go to bed at 830, you sleep like a baby. And that's why you don't need the alarm to wake up at four because you wake ding, up at ding, four ding. excited about what might be in store for you that day. So this yeah. is your sign. Check Ken out. All of his links are going to be in the show notes. Definitely go to one of these conferences. I always leave people with saying, what's the downside? What's the harm? There's zero harm in investing in yourself. It's always going to appreciate. So thank you again for your time today. I really appreciate it. I love meeting you. Yeah, thank you so much.